0: Hello and welcome to the Canopy Boulder podcast, where we talk about the intersection of entrepreneurship and investing in the legal cannabis industry. Each week, we'll give you our perspectives on the latest news in the industry, bringing you insightful interviews with entrepreneurs, investors, and the industry pros, and also go deeper on topics like launching a business, building a team, valuation, and pitching investors. Why would we take on such of a challenge? Well, we've helped launch 80 companies into the cannabis industry here at Canopy Boulder and made over 100 individual investments into these companies. So you might say we have the inside line on things. So join us as we take you deeper into legal cannabis and uncover all the nuances of starting up and investing in the cannabis industry. Hi, this is Patrick Ray with Canopy Boulder. And today I'm gonna be talking about the Aspen High event I just returned from. So Aspen High ran from December 3rd to the 5th in Aspen, Colorado at the Limelight Hotel. Now the Limelight is one of my favorite hotels in Aspen. A perfect setup for a networking conference, which Aspen High is. Uh, I moderated a panel, which I'll talk about later. But first I wanna talk a little bit more about what the event was. So Aspen High is a mashup and partnership uh, between Arcview, uh, Canopy Boulders partner, and Red Light Management, who produces uh, the Emerald Cup and manages the Dave Matthew Band, among others. Um, And it is also the producer of Aspen Live. So Aspen High uh, is a mashup of the cannabis industry, and the music and live entertainment industry, and Aspen Live is a uh, slightly longer-standing networking event for music and live entertainment industry execs. It's kind of a mastermind. They've been doing it for years. The uh, the way that they refer to it is, it's all about the hang. Uh, So very uh, very networking-focused. A lot of attendees from Los Angeles flying out to Aspen to spend some time in the mountains. And connect with folks maybe they don't get to connect with face to face all the time throughout the year Um, i always find these events very very valuable you know if you plan you prepare and you execute you can get a lot out of networking events Um, why because the attendees to these events are generally ceos investors and thought leaders in their respective spaces for aspen high Uh, It's mostly cannabis industry folks, probably about 80% cannabis and 20% music, live entertainment executives, um, which is good. Uh, This is only their second uh, event or second uh, iteration of Aspen High. I went to the first to to the second, and I'm excited to go to the third. Um, This year, Aspen Live followed Aspen High, which was the opposite of last year. So there was one afternoon evening where there was 100% crossover between attendees from Aspen High and Aspen Live. So an afternoon and an evening um, where both cannabis and live music, live entertainment people showed up. Again, great networking. I got to uh, meet quite a few interesting people from the music, live entertainment industry and and, and get a good perspective on what's going on in that space, which is one of the, the great values of Aspen High. So let's talk about schedule. Uh, so the average day at aspen high is pretty loose um, but it's loose for a purpose to facilitate networking right so in the morning uh, people are up early and they are down in the lobby at the limelight getting breakfast sitting around the fire um, talking to one another setting up meetings for the rest of the day uh, or setting up to go out and do some interesting fun things in aspen that you can only do in aspen like uh snowmobiling or skiing Right. So um, definitely a lot of fun to be had and great personal connections to be made through those activities that generally last throughout the day. Um, in the afternoon, educational sessions uh, start around 3 p.m. and go through to dinner Two, three of those events per afternoon. So it's just the right amount of content, bringing people together uh, around uh, real uh, heavy issues um, before an organized dinner off site. Uh, That starts generally relatively late, 7, 8 p.m. is where things go to after those education sessions. And then uh, folks filter back from the restaurant where the dinner was at uh, to the lobby at the Limelight. And networking goes late into the evening. Again, the Light & Light is a just perfect space for this beautiful lobby. Perfect for networking around the fire, grabbing a tea or a scotch or going outside and looking at the snow. If you know what I mean. Uh, Content. Uh, for the education uh, sessions was very good. Uh, Second year, they've had a corporate social responsibility panel. Uh, Friend of Canopy Boulder, Mark Ross of Needle Consultants, led that panel. Uh, There were some panels on legal issues. Uh, I led a panel on the changing face of retail, but the upshot really was that everything, every panel seemed to cycle back to uh, how celebrity and cannabis partnerships can be made to work um, and what's wrong with them right now. Uh, So it was really interesting to see every conversation involved to that, which I think is totally fine. Uh, It is the primary issue, how to to build this bridge between cannabis and celebrity or or music and live entertainment in a way that uh, is good for both parties and the customer. Um, So... Last year, it was a little different. Um, it, for, for me, and I think a lot of folks in the cannabis industry, it was a great awakening for us to understand the challenges facing celebrity music, live entertainment. You know, the music business uh, has collapsed from a high, and um, you know, there, most people in the music space, live entertainment space, are looking for new ways to make uh, money. Um, And there was a lot of conversation about music cruises last year. That was something I've never been on a music cruise, but I know they're very popular and growing. So there were stories of uh, managers booking a cruise and then it filling up in one day. So they have to go out and find another boat to book again and more musicians and more acts to make it it really valuable for the attendees. And it's a great uh, profit generator for uh, those musical acts that have a real cult following around their live performances. Uh, Last year, skiing kind of (laughs) sucked. It was a slow early season, Uh, you know, barely enough uh, snow on the runs for people to get out there. But even though it was really bad last year, it was still a lot of fun uh, for people who, you know, generally don't get to go out in Colorado and go skiing because they're too busy elsewhere. Um, This year, uh, it seemed like the content was more around social use, music and celebrity and how to make the these mashups of cannabis and celebrity work as opposed to fail there's 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 not a lot of successes out there yet Um, there are a lot of failures by the numbers but you know this is something that is evolving and it's still new Um, you know this year there's a lot of conversation around um, how the artist must be committed to the concept and it can't be something that has partial commitment really needs to be a passion of the artist that they can commit their time and support to um to launch Uh, there was some conversation about artists and celebrities going funding or getting funding for their own uh, brands as opposed to partnering with existing brands uh, which was interesting Um, one thing that uh, i brought up was the value of educating the bud tenders i told a story about an investor that came out to colorado and took him to a dispensary Uh, he asked about a celebrity pre-roll that was on the shelf Uh, the bud tender grabbed that at celebrity branded pre-roll in the um, the dispensary's top shelf branded pre-roll, handed it to the investor. The investor looked them over, uh, studied them uh, quite intricately, and then asked the bud tender, what's the difference? And the bud tender dead panned about five bucks. So, uh, you know, there's a lot that needs to be done differently when to make these mashups ups be successful. And uh, you can't forget the butt-tenders. You have a lot of sway in the consumer purchasing decisions. So uh, those who forget history are doomed to repeat it, and there's enough history out there with celebrity brands to review prior to a launch, so we, you know, we hope that this event had some sort of impact there. Uh, the other thing, this year the skiing was great, lots of snow already, and then more fell during the event, so it really felt festive up in Aspen, which is uh, one of the best ways to experience it, so I think everybody had a great time. Um, like I said before, I moderated a panel um, entitled The Changing Face of Retail. On that panel, I was joined by Harris Damashek, the CMO of Acreage Holdings. If you don't remember who Acreage Holdings is, that's the group John Boehner attached himself to recently. Um, and then the other panelist was Kellen O'Keefe, the VP of BizDev at MedMed. So we had two great representatives of large uh, businesses or businesses that have raised a lot of money in the cannabis and have uh, large aspirations, and um, you know, Harris came from um, Anheuser Bush, um, and Kellen has been in media and marketing around LA for his entire career. So um, Harris had been in the position for a year, Kellen's been with MedMen for three. So it was really interesting to see their differing opinions, right? One from the more marketing side, one from the biz dev side, one had been in the industry for three years, one had been for one. You know, we asked a lot of questions, talked a lot about uh, designing cannabis retail, right? Um, we talked about uh, how music and celebrity can manifest itself successfully in cannabis retail, right? It's it's not, I think, as easy as some people think. Um, what surprised them about uh, this cannabis retail business and what they're doing from an advocacy standpoint to make change. Uh, it was also a super active, interactive panel. We had some really passionate people in the audience that were... You know uh, stating their beliefs and uh, we welcome that Uh, it's certainly you know finding out how to make retail work in the cannabis industry when it comes to celebrities is is not easy and it's a challenge and and unfortunately our panelists had some great insights so um, that was uh, Aspen High Um, it was a great event well organized I think it achieved its goals um, would like to see more music people in attendance to at Aspen High in the future, but again it's the only the second event they've staged and it needs to develop some momentum. I expect more music folks um, to join next year. Who should attend? I would say anyone who wants to work at that intersection of celebrity and cannabis or bring it to their business, you know it's nascent but it's evolving. Um, you know someone who has an open mind on how to do it better, how to do it, uh, do that mashup so that it's successful. Right? And um, is it going to really commit to it? Um, you know, but even with the sort of not grand successes uh, with celebrity cannabis mashups, we're still um, we're still seeing it's not stopping anyone. <laughs> as I kind of said it's like kind of like cannabis beverages, you know. There's so much money flowing into the development of cannabis beverages. I think it makes sense, but right now, cannabis beverages make up less than 2% of sales in most all of the legal markets, so it's kind of like, damn, the torpedoes, full speed ahead. We're going to figure it out. We're going to do it better, and we're going to figure out products that the consumers really want. I think the same thing's happening with celebrity and music. Um, I'll certainly be coming back next year. i super excited to get an early start. Uh, To the ski season and uh, the holidays Aspen's beautiful place and it really does attract some of the most interesting people in the world so that was Aspen High I want to thank you guys for listening to my review Uh, and download from Aspen High. I'm happy to provide it for you. It's a great way for us to share uh, our experiences at Canopy Boulder with those investors and entrepreneurs who listen to the podcast. So, um, but we also want more people to listen to this stuff. So if you like our podcast, please give us a five-star review. um, Write some kind words and share uh, these podcasts on your social media feeds so we can reach more people, more cannabis investors and entrepreneurs and help them on their journeys. So uh, with that, I want to thank you again for listening and look forward to our next podcast coming soon. Bye. Now for the disclaimers. Uh, Please do not take any information from the Canopy Boulder podcast or its guests as investment advice. Be sure to contact your licensed financial advisor before making any investment decisions. So thank you for listening, and please join us for another Canopy Boulder podcast episode coming to you soon.